Welcome to Big Bay Fiance. My name is producer Art, and I'm here with a very special guest, 99.7 Now's very own Mary Diaz. Welcome. Hey, thank you, Art, for having me. Of course. Now, Mary, you are now middays here at 99.7, but of course you have been here. You have built such an illustrious career <laughs> in the Bay Area. We're so excited to have you as the midday person. Such Aww. a prestigious spot thank here. Thank you. Yeah, it's a dream come true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. it's very cool. You can also uh, catch Mary on CMC as well. Yes, yeah, every day, noon to four on CMC. Yeah, that's so dope. It's such an honor to have you filling in today for yes. Greg, who's still on vacation. But right. I was just talking to you last week, and I didn't realize you were such a big fan oh, of 90 Oh, such a day. huge fan. I love it. I've been watching since season one and yeah. just following along with the couples. I even follow them on social media to see yeah. like what they're doing, and I just get into it so much. And it's just a fun thing. I think anything reality TV I'm all about, but the 90 day series and like even the spinoffs pillow talk. I love watching that. Yeah, I'll rewatch a whole episode just <laughs> to kind of pick right. out something. Yeah, yeah I, love, I love that. The commentary. It's such a unique and uh, just really cool idea for them to be able to branch off and repackage the show in a whole new way with pillow talk. Yes. And then seeing kind of the couples or even like the like. You know, with Tim and Veronica, how they're not a couple anymore, but they still are on the show and just kind of giving their opinion. So it's really cool. Yeah, it's super cool. I think I didn't get into any of these shows really until the pandemic hit, but there was just something about 90 Day Fiance that was like just so mind blowing to me that people would take these risks. Like I really admire some of the risk taking that goes on there to find love. I don't know if anybody in this season here before the 90 days is going to find love, but we'll get into that. Right. So uh, the most recent episode just from this past Sunday started off with everybody's favorite couple, Jasmine and Gino. Yes. Uh, they're having all sorts of problems still. They cannot get it together. It, yeah, <laughs> it is so wild. And most of this seems to center around intimacy with them. And she right. was talking a lot about that and confiding in her friends a lot. Do you see them in any way working out with all of these issues they've had? I think now she's trying to kind of play it cool and back off a little bit. But when that temper comes in, she just lets him have it and doesn't care how he's feeling. Will yeah. like insult his everything Yes, yeah. <laughs> in the bedroom and out and his hairline. It's just yeah. everything. And so I think she's kind of playing it close now because uh-huh. I think Gino's getting that whole independence thing and trying to be firm and like, no, I'm not going to, you know, use a knife and a plate. I need a cutting board, you know, that part <laughs> yeah. of the episode last time. Yeah. So I think, you know, he's trying to like, you know, hold firm, but I don't know. I think she needs to give in a little bit, you know, but at the same time, what she's asking for, is it too much? I don't think. Yeah. And like this whole prenup thing that mm-hmm. has caused so many issues with them at first, um, I was kind of like having trouble wrapping my head around it, but now I'm like, I, I don't fault her at all for not wanting this prenup. But I also see his side of wanting to protect his assets, feeling as if, you know, she um, may may be looking for him as kind of just, you know, a way to continue this lifestyle that she has. But we always forget, and my wife Bridget reminded me of this, he cost her her career as a teacher by yes. leaking those nude photos. And so it's almost as if he owes her. But I was surprised to see that 
he backed down so easily yes. and agreed to not go through with the prenup. That was wild to yeah. me. Yeah. And when she ripped it up and he was like, it's all right. I already have it on my phone. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. So I was like, oh, he's going to stay firm. And then yeah. hear that. I was just like, that was out of left field. Yeah, it was. So now she was like, she's okay with not having a prenup. And um, or she said that she was actually going to be the one who backs down mm-hmm. and was going to let that fly. So on a scale of one to 10, what do you think the chances are of this couple actually getting married? Oh, wow. I mean, a part of me, just because I believe in love, I want them to work, but I think it's just going to be just battles every single time. Yeah. So, I mean, I I want them to get together and I want it to work. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, just I don't. Because they're just too, too much of set in their own ways. Right. To where I don't think either of them are willing to budge. And yeah. so they're kind of like, you know, Gino's trying to be like, no, this is you can't tell me like this is how it's going to be. Yeah. And, you know, it's just kind of like. It's kind of too late for that because he didn't right. set that standard before. Right. <laughs> you know, he yeah. was never like that. So, you know, that's why they're in that $3,000 a month condo. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Which is, yeah, so wild. And now, but also one of the big things that came out in this latest episode, too, was, and it was revealed earlier in the season, that Jasmine's ex-boyfriend, Dan, lives in that same complex. Very interesting. And now they're talking again. And this latest episode showed them talking on the phone. Right. Gino's got some issues with that. Um, And now it seems like they were already having so many problems with intimacy, trust. And now you throw in this whole other wrinkle where Gino still doesn't know that the ex lives, lives in there. there. It's crazy. It changes the whole dynamic of it because now it's like we're going to see that storyline and how that's going to play out. And what right. is his reaction going to be? Is he going to fly off or yeah. is he going to just take off? Like he usually just takes off. Yeah. He <laughs> and has, he doesn't handle it. Yeah. He has such an immature way of handling mm-hmm. conflict that it's just it's hilarious to watch yes. because it's a grown man <laughs> acting like a six year old. But right. yeah. Will he storm off? Off and go take a nap like he did in <laughs> yeah, some earlier episodes. Exactly. Uh, we'll have to see there. Now, uh, second in this latest uh, episode here, they updated us on what's going on with Riley and Violet. That's the the guy who's going to Vietnam, Vietnam. to meet the woman that I forgot how long they've been together, but it's been a little while. Um, this one got really heated really fast right? with the fact that first of all, you know, they were having an issue because she wasn't making time for him. Mm-hmm. seems like she came back around, made time for him, but then the whole blow up over the text, the text. And why was the picture with the shirt off and yeah. <laughs> you know, that whole thing. So, I mean, I think even his mom or her mom was saying like he has a temper and like, cause mm-hmm. You know, she's sharing, Violet sharing with mom and probably all her friends, like how their relationship is. So I think you have to really think about it, too. Like if you're getting a text from someone and they have a shirt off, it's kind of like, well, and if you're already questioning that, like it's going to be a red flag. Yeah. And they're another couple that has a lot of trust issues going on. Mm -hmm. He hired the private investigator to look into her. Do you think that she's hiding something here with this text? I feel like. She she plays the line on the fact of like, I'm going to be I'm independent. We're not married. You know, it's mm. like, I don't have to tell you there's no ring. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it's just like, well, you got to 
understand from his point of view too, that like, he's not knowing and you've had all these other things happen. So that's why he's not trusting you. And I think until she shows him that she is able to be trusted with certain situations and have those friends and maybe it was just a joke thing, or maybe it was something else, but I don't think he's giving her the chance to even explain. Right. Right. She is kind of, uh, standoffish in her explanation. He's like, let me see your phone. And she's like, no. And I get the fact that it's her, you know, it's her property. They're Mm -hmm. not married, but that does bring up an interesting point also with uh, culturally, like trying to understand, because, you know, it seems like here in the States, it would be more of a typical thing for people to be more open about that stuff. And like, I don't like that. I don't like you having, you know, people send shirtless photos and things like that. But it seems like over there, she's like, Culturally, I can do whatever I want until we are married. Until we're married, then it's a different story. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I didn't know that was kind of because I'm married and I probably wouldn't like that either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but my whole thing with them, with them was when they met at the house and he was meeting uh, the mom and brother and the kids. Why did he come with no gift from mom oh and brother? God. I was watching yelling at my TV like, yeah. no, like I want to root for him so bad. Uh-huh. And when he did that, I was like, you're done. Yeah, <laughs> because it seemed so sweet. He bought like multiple gifts for the mm-hmm. daughters. And I was like, you stupid. Why didn't you just take <laughs> one of those back? Give it to the mom, even though it may not be something that she was really into, at right. least the gesture. But yeah, it seems like the mother hates him. Yes. I and, don't think there's any coming back from that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Now, do you give them, what do you give them on a scale of one to 10 and chances of working out? I think he's going to really try to make it work. And I think she's going to just kind of play it off. But I think maybe a seven. A seven. Okay. A six, That's seven. Seven is kind of high, but six, like, again, I, I want every couple to work, but I just, this one is going to be hard. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, she saw that trust. Right, right. And we see this, you know, time after time in all of these situations where trust is the biggest Uh, hindrance towards them having a happy relationship and the distance does not help with that and trying to make a relationship work in two or three weeks Mm -hmm. doesn't help with any of that either because you've got to pour all yourself into that person so yeah it'll be interesting to see but i agree with you i think that yeah about a six in terms of them working out Mm -hmm. i think that you know they probably will get married but I don't think that's going to last very yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and we, the third couple we saw this week was a new couple, Statler and Dempsey. Immediately, I was really drawn to Statler yes. because of her personality. Seems super fun, quirky. I definitely related with all the ADHD stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really interesting to see that. And I like that they brought so many neurodivergent people on the show this Mm -hmm. season um, with autistic people, people with severe ADHD. So she was really interesting to me. Um, And she's the person who has fallen in love with a woman from uh, the UK. UK Dempsey. Yeah, Dempsey. Mm -hmm. And, but this seems to be red flags all over the place. Right. And now like that, uh, that scene where she's like already in the Uber, like heading to the airport. (laughs) It's like, I missed my flight or I'm, I'm still stuck. And it's like, already she hadn't even gotten there yet. Yeah. It's like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. This is interesting. And it seems like she is almost, uh, she has a type Mm -hmm. and is almost fetishizing. I don't even know how to say that, but, (laughs) uh, the English accent, she's drawn to that. And, um, 
we see that she has already had a relationship with somebody from the UK that didn't work out. Yeah, and that's what made me wonder, like, is she going to seek this person out if the girlfriend yeah. did Dempsey, if that doesn't work out? Or right. if she feels like, well, she's going to leave me at the airport or it's not going to work, then I've got this backup in the UK already and yes. I'm already there. Because her friend, when they went to that dessert shop, which looked really cool. It did, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to have shots lined up, Art. Yeah. I don't even drink, but I was like, I want to try that. Yeah, what are the 69 <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, what is that? But I was like, oh, my goodness. It made me think right away. As soon as they introduced that ex, like, well, she's in the U.K. And she was telling her friend. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to end up hooking up or something's going to happen. As soon as something derails from her and Dempsey, like, I could see that happening. Right. And I can see that, you know, is a challenge with sticking with a partner um, with the ADHD. You know, Mm -hmm. you tend to get bored very easily Mm -hmm. with certain situations and things like that. I could see her bouncing around. But. I do. I am rooting for her. I like her backstory. Yeah. I like she was adopted. Um, just a, a very interesting. I like how person. she was just eating that hungry man dinner. Uh, I yeah, was like, I no. felt like I could taste the brownie <laughs> yeah. as she was eating yeah. it. I was like, I remember the brownie. It made me want to go to Safeway and go buy one. Dude, <laughs> I had the same thought. I thought it was a kids' cuisine. Do you oh, remember the kids' yeah, cuisine? I, I thought it was yeah, kids' cuisine but maybe. But it, I was like, oh, that looks hearty. That's probably yeah. one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the meals. same thing. Yeah, the, with the little plastic The plastic film. and the, the mashed potatoes yeah. oh, that kind of are like grainy. That plastic <laughs> makes all the food taste so much better. I know, see? Yeah, yeah. She's an interesting one, though. We'll have to get, um, you know, more more info. We're, this is new. I See, I'm kind of new to the 90-day fiancé universe. So now when I see the original couples, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I know what I'm dealing with. Yeah. And then they keep introducing new ones. I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 Yeah, because I felt like before it was you got them all in like the first second season or first second episode. Uh, and then you kind of stuck with their storyline. And now I'm like, wait a minute, I just got used to these. And now here's another one. But yeah. luckily I, I love Statler so far. Yeah, so yeah, okay. love her too. <laughs> uh, the next couple that we were shown here, uh, David and Sheila, they're a super sweet couple um, together. Yes. Um, it, he's the, the deaf guy mm-hmm. who's from Nebraska. She is from the Philippines. Right. Um, this whole thing though was really awkward to watch for me just with them talking so much. I don't know why, like her and Jasmine and Gino and them talking about sex kind of weirds me out a little bit and them talking about it just, I, I don't know. I I like seeing the relationship aspect mm. of it, but not necessarily that part. Oh. <laughs> Especially the way she's described him before. I just yeah. have all sorts of mental <laughs> pictures going on. Yeah. Um so but they were they seemed so sweet together and yeah. so in love. Um but there were some some issues that started to come up and a little bit of jealousy that they're alluding to. Well, he's already hiding things from her, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. I didn't expect that, you know. I, I, I don't know. know why. I just didn't expect that. I didn't I don't expect that from her either, but mm-hmm. I just felt like this is a good couple. This right. is a good couple. It's going to work and they are both, you know, kind of coming together at this time in their lives where it's going to work and they kind of are balancing off each other, you know, with the strengths that they each yeah. have and it's going to be great. And then when he's like, "Well, I don't want to tell her because I know she's going to get mad." I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is weird. And this was uh, another situation where she found, I think it was something like on Facebook Messenger, mm. where he was messaging some other woman and asked if she had a boyfriend. Yes. And his excuse was, 
such a lie where he was like, oh, I was asking for a friend, but right. she just seemed to kind of go along with it. Yeah, I think because it was still fairly new, like he'd only been there really like a day. And so I think she probably was like, uh, OK, I'll just wait. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they showed sense. that part, I was like, go in on him. Now's your chance. Yeah. Sheila. But she was like, OK, but I can see her being the type to be like, all right, I'm going to keep it in the back pocket. Uh, and when uh-huh. I need it, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> remember yeah. this, remember that. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. That was uh, very surprising to see him yes. doing that. Um, but then also, you know, it's unfair to her because it's starting to bring up more insecurities for her about Hey, you know, she's starting to have a little bit of jealousy around his ex relationships because they were deaf as well and um, they were able to communicate better. And Mm -hmm. so she's feeling like, oh, you're not going to love me the same way, which is really sad. And I thought that really showed her love for him by her asking, Mm -hmm. was it easier to communicate or or was it better? You know, and it's like, I think when you're in love with someone, you just want to do whatever you can to make them comfortable or, you know, and you want that same in return. And I think he's trying with her, but there's only so much that they can do with communication. So I really hope like by him bringing her that gift of like the ASL cards and like (laughs) all of that, I think that's really going to help with their communication. Yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes with them, but I just hope the drama kind of gets squashed quick. Yeah, yeah. I don't anticipate them Yeah, being one of these couples that has a ton of drama following right. them around. I, To me, they're the only real sure bet to get yes. married. Um, but we'll, we'll have to see a little bit more. But yeah, they do seem to have a good thing going. Yeah. Um, some of the couples that we didn't see a lot of in this episode... Um, Tyray. Oh, poor Tyray. My heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go to Modesto and look for him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's close by. This is the guy who's being catfished by yeah. a woman named Carmela in Barbados. And uh, what we saw a little bit earlier was the fact that they found the pictures of Carmela on an escort site. Yes. And he still doesn't want to admit. And he's thinking like, Maybe she's being, you know, forced, forced into this. Forced into it. And you could see the sister's reaction sitting yeah. there. And she's just like, come on. I felt like the sister wanted to just like put the kettle corn down and like shake him. I know. <laughs> you know, because I'm like wanting to do the same thing. Like, no, dude, like this is what it is. Like your sister wouldn't wish this on you. And she's trying to come up with this info to show you yeah. so that you can start the process of, of healing and getting over it. But he's still with this story. Yeah. And when he tossed his phone in the grass, I was like... <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) I know. I know. My heart breaks for him every time because he seems like the sweetest guy. You're just rooting for him. But you also want him to live in reality. Yes. Because he just makes an excuse around every corner as to why this could be happening. Yeah. It was really interesting, though, to see in the teaser at the end of the episode that he hires a private investigator. Mm -hmm. They find more stuff. (laughs) You wonder... Is this going to be the time where he finally wakes up and admits that this isn't real, you know, especially seeing like the cities and it was like Stockton and, you know, even Fresno or like Bakersfield, Uh all these cities that were close by to drive after what, three, four years that they've been talking. Yeah. Yeah. It is sad. I can safely say we probably both think zero percent chance. Yeah. (laughs) This works out. Safe bet on that one. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Uh, One of the other couples we didn't see a lot of uh, in this episode, but I'm almost don't ever want to see them again anyway uh nicola and misha oh you don't like them i don't (laughs) i i think the getting exposed to more of nicola in the stuff that he was saying in the previous episode Uh 
just super misogynistic in terms of wanting to control her. He had some quote where he was like, uh, you're cute when you're mute. I was like, yes, when he said that. Oh, my goodness. I was like, oh, my goodness. He did not say that. I even like put the episode back, like rewound it a little. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, did he really just say that? And he did. And and for her reaction too, she just her look like the look Uh she gave him like, oh, but it didn't make her like go off the rail and and tell him anything. I know. I was surprised by that. And, you know, I just, um, I wonder how she's going to take this because she's newer to being super uh, religious and involved in the Catholic Mm -hmm. church the way she is. And, you know, does seem like she's a very outspoken person who is not afraid to share her opinion. But I wonder if there's going to be some of the influence in terms of just feeling as if she needs to be more subservient to him uh, for religious reasons and things like that. It's going to be interesting to see. But I am not liking anything I'm seeing from Nicola right now. <laughs> yeah, and she went so far, and for him to not even tell his family that uh, she is there yeah. and that she is a part of all of this, like, I don't know. this. Yeah. There's just too much. And taking the religion piece out of it, I mean, I'm Catholic, and mm-hmm. taking that piece out of it, it's still not going to work. Yeah, there's, yeah. It's just no way. It's also the fact that he has just never been in a serious relationship, mm-hmm. and there's just a lot of things that you learn along the way as to how to be a good partner, right. and it just seems like he is you know still in the like teenage stage of all of that and learning how to be a partner well even when she was questioning him on like she was really trying to have a deep conversation and he was just kind of giggling uh-huh. and she was like you can't do this when i'm trying to share with you and you're just kind of laughing and he's like well i think it's a nervous laughter that maybe yeah. some men get i don't know yeah but, yeah you know but i'm just like she's actually telling you what she needs and you're not hearing anything right. so it's not a surprise like that she wants to meet your family she wants you to like let the family know that you guys are planning on getting married yeah yeah it's too much yeah a definite teenager he reminds me of a 13 year old boy and he (laughs) is still like a mama's boy you know he's still you know and i understand the way the relationships work but he does seem to still be very terrified of his mother and Mm -hmm. she's going to need to clear everything before he gets involved in a relationship Mm -hmm. um i think the only other one that we didn't see a lot of in this past episode was amanda and rosvin oh yes and that to me they had previously been the most frustrating couple because Uh of all the conflicts going on every time i see her i'm just like what are you doing here but go go home heal fix you know the hole in your heart first but you can't fault somebody for wanting love and you know going out on a limb and trying to find Mm -hmm. it but it still seems like they are in two different realms of reality when you know, she's uh, has some, I feel like, legitimate concerns about him kissing other women in these music videos. He's still right. not understanding it and just like, this is my job. And um, it just seems like I don't know how they get over this hump. Yeah, because I feel like that conversation would have been happening because it's not like he's a stranger to doing these episodes of like music videos or mm-hmm. things like that in on social media. So I felt like didn't this issue come up before you booked your ticket to go? <laughs> right. Because it's like, why are you having this conversation? Like, it seemed like the first time. Cause he was like, this is my work. Like, uh-huh. you know, this is how we met by you seeing me yeah. on a online thing. So it kind of makes me wonder, like you already know, but I think now that she's like there in person, it's a little different now to her. Cause now she's going to see right. <laughs> the other right. woman he's kissing or yeah. in the video or, you know, and if they put her in a video, is she going to do a good job at, you know, <laughs> So it's kind of like, okay, do you want to be in the music video then? But I think with her just leaving, you know, she might have needed that break 
mm-hmm. and you know wanting to go and see him and see if it is real because now there's kids involved right you know and I think you know her I think having a good time but then when she had called the kids and the kids were like oh do you know my daddy's dead or what they had said yeah. and it's so heartbreaking but I'm like girl that's why you don't call the kids when you go right. out of town right <laughs> that I mean I go out of town I would leave my kids with my parents and I would uh-huh. go to Disneyland or go on a trip with my husband and I'm like let's text because uh, I yeah 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 because I you know yeah. it'll be easier and then I'll call before bed or you know but I'm not gonna call on the opposite side of the world and then not knowing what they're going to say. And then you can't rush home to like go right. and see why he said that or uh-huh. why she said that. So it's just like, ah, uh, it's kind of one of those double-edged swords as a parent, as a mom, especially like I want to call and make sure they're good. Right. But then at the same time, like it's going to disrupt their routine that they have with grandma or yeah. grandpa. And so it's like, okay, I'll just trust that, you know, my grandma or my mom and dad are, are doing everything that they need. And if there's anything that happens, they'll call me. But but until then, I'm like, they're good. They're in, let's figure right. us out. <laughs> yes. Know? Yeah, But exactly. I was like, that was mistake number one. <laughs> yeah. And especially because those kids are so smart and they're yeah. asking questions like, oh, well, mommy, where are you sleeping over mm-hmm. there? Are you sleeping in his bed? Are you sleeping somewhere else? And yeah, to, for them to be so intuitive to even ask mm-hmm. that, I don't know if my kids would. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would have as a kid. I yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, but those kids, they're so sweet. They've been through so much. Yeah. They need their mom, but yeah. they also need a mom that, you know, is going to be fully present and be there and take care of herself too. Like right. women, we got to take care of ourselves. And sometimes it's finding love and it just kind mm-hmm. of happens. I don't think she was looking for it. I think it right. just kind of happened. So we'll see how it goes for them. But, yeah, we mm. will. What are your scale of one to ten? What are your chances for them? Um, I say five. Five? Okay, I, I think that's five. fair. Yeah. yeah. I could see them working it mm. out in the short term. Long term, I don't think anybody yeah. is working short out term, here. Yeah, I think long engagement, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the marriage thing, I don't think so. It's just, it's too much of a a thing like for having him all the way on the other side of the world and then her with the kids. And it just seems like a lot. Yeah, it does. Do you have a, a favorite couple from this season so far? Um, well, da- well, Sheila and David. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like them. Um, Christian and Cleo. Oh, Christian, Christian and Cleo. I forgot about that. Christian yeah. and Cleo, I want, I want to like them so bad. I want them uh-huh. to do good. But then when you see the previews for the next episode, I'm like, no, what yeah. is he doing? Yeah, this is super sad to see just the influence of his family because mm. he seemed to be completely comfortable with, you know, exploring that, falling in love with a, a transgender person and was not worried about the societal pressures right. around that. And then all of a sudden he starts talking to his family. Family, and they seem to put this little bug in his head that, mm-hmm. you know, he shouldn't be doing this. And now he's acting all weird around her. Right. And it's just sad to see she is so sweet right. and just so in love with him, you can tell. And I just want to see her find that, uh, you know, uh, that love that just doesn't come with anything attached to it. Yeah. And, and seeing their reaction when they first see each other at the airport, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you get that warm, fuzzy feeling. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, look at them. And and it was like they embrace and then like a quick kiss. And I'm like, okay, this is going to work. But then, yeah. you know, just kind of seeing the standoffishness, uh-huh. you know, when they were about to go to bed and, yeah. you know, it was just kind of like, oh, here it comes. Yeah. I think now he's settled in and now it's like all these thoughts that people have been putting in his head. Right. 
Right. And every time I see a new couple introduced, I'm like, oh, one of these other couples is going to fall off. They're going to break up in the middle of the season. And I see that as being one of the prime candidates is Christian and Cleo and him potentially going back, which would just be so sad. She's making herself so vulnerable, Mm -hmm. not just in that relationship, but on going on this show. It takes a lot of bravery to do that. And I just don't want to see her get hurt like that. But um we will we will see the previews tease us they yes. keep us coming back <laughs> they keep us hooked to this show oh yes and uh but thank you so much for joining us oh thank you for letting me sit week. in with you of it's course fun. yeah this was so much fun you can catch mary monday through friday on 99.7 now 10 to 10 to 2 10 to 2 yeah cool yeah. okay thank and then you. obviously follow mary on instagram as well you have the best curated Disney collection I think that is out <laughs> Everything there. Everything Disney. I have so much that I need to still post, but yeah, at Mary's Disney Tips on Instagram and then, you know, at Mary Diaz on air. Perfect. Thank you, Mary. Thank you.